Welcome back to Spanning the State. I am Kristen Bry. He is Brian Noonan. And we need teachers. Like so many vital industries in Wisconsin, we do not have enough people doing some of our most important jobs. So the question becomes, how do we get more? And one proposal that is out there, there's two actually competing proposals about it, is changing the requirements to become a teacher. So joining us now to talk more about teacher apprenticeships is Quentin Claybon, Senior Research Director for Institute for Reforming Government. Hi, Quentin. Hi. Uh, hi, it is a very uh, windy day out. Uh, listeners don't know I have very long hair, and so I currently resemble a scarecrow or bird's nest, so I'm very thankful for the theater of the mind today. Uh, but thank you for having me on. But there, yeah. is, there oh, no. is a camera. All right, so, so I'll be looking if down If you would then. like to see Quentin's hair now that he's teased it, you can text WATCH to the WTMJ talk and text line 855-616-1620. Highest ratings ever. All right, Quentin. So before we dive into what the program is, what are some of the facts around our teacher shortage? Yeah, so I think one, um, I think people know a lot about Act 10. This was um, a reform that happened under the S- Governor Scott Walker years, changed a lot of the union rules. And I think a lot of people assume that that uh, caused a lot of changes to the teaching profession. Um, obviously, some people left, some people retired, some people didn't consider it an attractive job. But it really hasn't affected the numbers uh, of, of people trying to become teachers these days. Um, we have about 49,000 fewer students than we did before Act 10, but we have 1,800 more teachers. So it's really these teacher preparation programs at college that are um, not getting enough and enough variety of teachers into the profession. Um, So right now we have um, a a couple of issues. One, um, just not enough types of of people from around Wisconsin are trying to become teachers. Um, When you say types, you mean different demographics? Different demographics. So men don't really try and become teachers in Wisconsin. Uh, People of color don't really try to become teachers that much. Right now, um, 69% of first-year teachers in Wisconsin are white women. Um, Wow, 69%. One out of every six white women who are 23 years old in Wisconsin are teachers. (laughs) That which blows my mind. Is there data on why those other uh, groups are not pursuing teaching as a career? Um, yeah, I think um, uh, one, I think that's what we'll get into. So it's it's not that affordable um, to become a teacher. You have to get a four year degree. Um, you have to pay to work your last semester of teaching as a student teacher. You have to pay tuition for that. Um, you don't get paid that much coming out of it. And a lot of teachers don't feel prepared when they enter the classroom. Um, so. 18% quit after their first two years. So for every, you know, 100 uh, teachers that enters the profession, essentially uh, one-fifth quit uh, within two years. And so you're just constantly facing turnover, and you're constantly getting a lot of new teachers in the classroom, which is tough on kids. So enter teacher apprenticeships, which the name itself, I have ideas of what this would be as far as working fast, working sooner versus finishing your degree. So, but I don't know the details of it. Yeah, absolutely. So this is expand apprenticeships are expanding to a lot of professions um i think it was traditionally like electricians plumbers now nurses are doing it it um and right now um there are 30 different states that are that are enacting teacher apprenticeships it's something that's gotten republicans excited democrats excited unions excited kind of uh uh uh, egghead types like me excited um (laughs) again very big scarecrow egghead Wow. Uh, self-care, uh, mental health month or something. Um, yeah, but um, so uh, what they're saying is, okay, we need to make it, uh, we need to get more classroom experience. Uh, the more experience you get on the ground, uh, the uh, more likely you are to stay with the profession because you know what you're getting into. You have a mentor, which is a part of all apprenticeships. You have a mentor that's going to watch your, watch and coach you while you're doing this. Uh, we were briefly talking offline about uh, becoming a parent. You can read all the books you want, but you don't really know until you jump 
into it. And the same, a, a lot of that is true for teaching as well. So the sooner you get in a classroom and get that practice, uh, the better it is. And then paying teachers for their time in classrooms, I think sounds like a good idea to everybody. So Brian, as someone who was a teacher, yes. who's now subbing, what do you think about a program? I like think this? the apprenticeship program is fantastic. Um, you were talking, Quentin, you were mentioning the unions being behind it. Both parties are behind it. I think if anybody, which is unusual because usually something that makes a lot of sense like this program does, doesn't get past the higher ups. It makes too much common sense. If you get somebody in a classroom for two years, they actually get their hands dirty. They get to see what's going on. Uh, classroom management is fine in theory in a classroom until you are in front of those 25 kids. You don't know the best way to really deal with those kids. So all, everything on here makes sense. What is keeping it from taking hold? So the good news is that it is just competing good ideas going at it. So Governor Evers, uh, one of his main policies that he promoted in his State of the State uh, address, he gives a yearly address. This happened in January. He's promoting this new pilot to do teacher apprenticeships um, in, in the way that he sees it. Republicans have a bill that passed both houses um, that is going to Governor Evers' desk right now to be um, signed or to be reviewed in the next month or two. Um, so it's it's really great news that both parties are trying to attack this in their own way, and hopefully we get it. Uh, hopefully we get it going. And this, to be clear, this is not lowering the expectations or the what you need to be a teacher, the requirements to be a teacher. This is just saying your last two years are more of a work study program because you're still in college, you're still getting credit for that. You're just learning hands-on rather than sitting in a classroom. Yeah, I think a lot of the proposals say, hey, uh, you don't need any experience or courses. Just jump into a classroom and you'll survive. Uh, <laughs> I certainly I know you it. are also a teacher. <laughs> oh, I would uh, I would die if I was still doing it. Uh, but uh, yes, and so um, it's all of the required courses that you would typically take, how to teach kids to read, how to manage those classrooms, but then you're getting to enact it right away. And then again, going back to your professor saying, hey, this is what we learned in theory. Here's what it's like in practice yeah. and just reinforcing that. So again, love that both parties are excited about it. So the big switch then is instead of paying to be a student teacher, you are starting to get paid in those two years. Yeah, so that can come from federal funding. Um, President Biden is really excited about this. He actually started it with Tennessee's Republican governor. And um, he um, uh, First Lady Biden is... Um, promoting this around the country and so it's it's a really big priority for them um that's one big change um we could also support it through philanthropy we could support it through state funds i think if we're lowering the cost of becoming a teacher by by you know spending more time in the classroom you know uh earning wages um we can cut the cost on the program and hopefully find it easy to support rather than just you know subsidizing a program um uh, which has been shot down in recent years so if we can lower the cost I th hopefully i think both parties can get behind funding it and there was also something in there about some of that money may be used to give the mentor teachers a little bump which would be you know i don't i can't see any teacher going nah no i'll just do it i make work. enough money yeah I, oh i make thousands <laughs> thousands all right well, we got to take a quick break but when we come back i also just want to ask you if you think this addresses the leaky bucket retention issue that is also part of the teacher shortage so our guest is quentin claybon senior research director for the institute for reforming government he's brian noonan i am Kristen bry this is spanning the state Welcome back to Spanning the State. I am Kristen Bry. He is Brian Noonan, and we are talking to Quentin Claybon, Senior Research Director for Institute for Reforming Government on teacher shortages and teacher apprenticeship programs. So one of the things Brian and I talked about, there, there is getting people in the door, which it sounds like there's a lot of people studying to become teachers. So maybe that is not the top of the funnel is not necessarily the problem. It's keeping people in there within the first two years. And is this you think 
not a silver bullet, but is it really addressing the bigger issue, biggest issue when it comes to retention? Uh, I think we could have a, an hour-long conversation about the many ways that we could treat teachers better. Um, <laughs> but I think this is one important okay. piece. And more importantly, it's it's added value. It's not something that we've done before. Um, getting them much more experience so that, you know, they've seen the high schooler who just walks out of the classroom. They've seen the third year, the, the uh, third grader who's just like screaming for no reason. They can handle it now um, and, and would love to stay in the profession. So I think it's an important piece. And they've also seen uh, the the monotony of constant meetings and no plan times. And they've gotten the good and the bad, and they've been able to do that under an experienced teacher who can maybe navigate going, yeah, we have a lot of meetings, but there's this and that, so that you're not disillusioned after two years. Because the the new teachers that I've worked with, that's the biggest thing. They come in very idealistic, very uh, you know dedicated, and then they're just beaten down by the the hierarchy, the administration, all the all the outside stuff. It's not the kids; it's all the cursory stuff that goes with that teaching job. Yeah, I think there's a reason uh, Dead Poet Society is about rich kids and Stand and Deliver is about regular kids um, because uh, that is the reality. It is juggling. It's a juggling job. It's figuring out when to make your move, when to plan. Um, it's managing that. It's not um, staying in our desk and being like, what if we dreamed about Shakespeare? <laughs> like That's not how kids really learn. Um, so yeah, the more experience you get, the, 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 if you are presenting people with how it's going to actually be, they're going to either switch their major in college, not have to take five or six years of college, or they're going to realize, okay, this is for me and be prepared once they jump in and then stay long-term in the profession. So with the competing good ideas that we have in front of us right now, one includes Milwaukee and one does not? And you would think it would be the opposite. So uh, this is surprising. So essentially, Governor Evers' pilot plugs into an existing... Um, uh, plugs into our technical colleges and an existing technical college degree. It's called FOAT. Um, so it's only offered at uh, nine of the 16 technical colleges. And for some reason, it's not offered at Madison College and it's not offered at MATC. Um, so if you want to join the teacher apprenticeship program, you either have to drive to Waukesha, take it online uh, or not do it. And, you know, a lot of the people who could become teachers in Milwaukee maybe don't have, you know, a reliable vehicle or, you know, the money to be driving around or don't want to take it online. And so um, the proposal from the Republicans is essentially to offer, let any four-year university opt into a teacher apprenticeship program, essentially. Um, and so that could hopefully get Concordia involved. That could get Marquette involved, um, hopefully UW-Milwaukee involved. Um, and we just think that's the option. We're not going to solve the teacher shortage um, if we're not throwing everything we have at this problem. And who, which schools actually produce the most teachers right now? That's kind of a random question that just popped in my head. Yeah, it's uh, it's like UW-Stevens Point. It's UW-Eau Claire. It's okay. kind of those like um, regional centers. Um, and really, Milwaukee could be doing um, a lot better, um, all of our universities, when it comes to producing teachers. A lot of them come in. A lot of them don't finish those programs and get into teaching, unfortunately. So hopefully this could help. And so I, we'd love to see them jump in. Absolutely. Go ahead, Brian. So what's the uh, timetable on this? I know you said that the governor's talking about this, but when when... Might it take effect? Yeah, so we know that it will take effect. There will be a pilot that starts in September 2024, so that's exciting. So um, those that are available to do it will start it then. I think if people want to have access to this program, if you're saying it's really important that Milwaukee and Milwaukee County has teachers, um, I think talking to the people who are making decisions uh, could be really helpful um, so that in autumn of 2025, we can get people going in this program. So moving beyond teachers, there's also always conversations about what we are teaching, and we only have you for about two more minutes, so I'm going to put you on the spot on one very hotly debated topic of whether or not we should mandate teaching cursive. 
First of all, I was never a studier, so I'm always ready for pop quizzes. No problem. <laughs> Secondly, um, yeah, I think um, what we're learning, and I think uh, as someone who's on his screen most of the day now, I can tell you, um, you just uh, take a lot less from constant screen usage, especially when you're younger. So I think the more tactile things we can do, the better. And that is physical education. That's like science laboratory stuff. But I do think it's also cursive. Um, so you're pro. I'm pro. And also, um, it is, it, I, I do mentor at St. Marcus Milwa- Lutheran Milwaukee still. And sometimes the kids will ask me like, what what they're supposed to do for their signature because they don't know cursive. Do you still write in cursive? Uh, I do, but mine is Brian, illegible either way. I only sign my name in cursive. Okay. I print yeah. when I when I use a pen, I print. Yes, uh, my mom is a school teacher and retired school teacher, and so she would she would not be happy if I lost any of the skills that I picked up in elementary school. All right. Well, Quinn Claibon, always so good to hear your thoughts on the state of education in Wisconsin and things that we can be doing better by our kids, better by our teachers. So I am always happy to have you here. Yeah, so excited, and and congratulations on 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 uh, starting this new journey. Absolutely, we'll have to have you back to talk about because I know you are very passionate about literacy, and we talked about it quickly with. Dr. Underly yesterday, as far as the changes happening with phonics and teaching, and Brian has opinions on that. So never a shortage of topics when it comes to education. But...